and we are live welcome to game breakers everyone your guy edwin back again on a monday afternoon with my guy will will monday yes, sir. monday monday what's going on my guy hey look nothing man i had a pretty uh decent weekend i can't complain how about you bro yo man the weekend was kind of fun i'm not gonna lie you know what i did this weekend man let me know i drove to pa <laughs> you drove to Pennsylvania? Yes, for the first time in like ever. Like I've never did that before in my life. And how was, was that drive? Ride. Huh? How was the drive? Oh man. You know what's funny? So I thought I wouldn't be able to do it because like usually when I do like these long drives, my legs start to cramp up a little bit. I get tired and whatnot. <laughs> but it was okay. It was not bad, you know. Everything Wait, so fine. you just drove it, just the whole thing. Like you just drove no brakes, nothing. You just did the no whole break for two hours? No, no, no. Two no hours? Breaks, nothing. You didn't have to pee nothing? Nah, not at all. That's so funny. I didn't pee at all the whole time I was there. Like, it was funny. That's all right. You know what? That's actually pretty, like, uh, what's the word? It's pretty impressive. I got to give you some credit there. Yeah, yeah. What's the longest you've ever driven? About three, three hours, two and a half hours. I actually did it, like, the other week. Um, Drove down to Wildwood, you know, the beach. That's, like, the beach. It's the second to last beach in Jersey. It's, like, Cape May is the last beach. Then it's Wildwood right before that. So, it's, like, 30. Yeah, so it's, like, 30, 40 minutes past Atlantic City. Mm. And that's a trip. That's a trip. That's a trip. That's a big trip. I'm surprised you did that. Okay, yo, kudos to you, my guy. Kudos to you of for course, real. bro. Of course. Yo, bro, and you know the thing is, I knocked it all out and we made sure that we got gas as soon as we uh like well no, because like we were in Jersey, but you know, South Jersey. I'm not trying to really make too many stops in South Jersey. So let's oh, just yeah, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> let's keep it yo, moving. Side note, side note, bro. I put my own gas. No, you didn't, bro. I put my own gas. Oh my <laughs> wait, that's your first time. Nah, second time. Kind of, it's like really my second time, but like, yo, I pump my own gas. So I feel legit now. I That's feel verified. Crazy. Yo, blue check me That's right crazy. now. Now, yo, look, for people that don't know, here in New Jersey, bro, we do not pump our own gas. So if you might hear this and you're out of state, you're like, okay, you pumped your own gas. It's a big deal. We don't do that. Like, deal. that's not how we're wired down it's here. And yeah, no, in the state of New Jersey, they pump your gas for you at every single gas station. Everywhere. And I think the only other state, if you're from Oregon, then you know. But if you're from anywhere else, then you just don't know. And it's a fantastic feeling, and I still yeah. refuse to pump my gas, bro. Do you know, like, in New York and stuff, that if you go, like, there are gas stations that are full service where they will do it for you, but it costs a bit more. And Stupid. I'd be looking for those. Like, if I lived in New York, that's what I'd be looking for. There's no way I'm yeah. pumping gas. There's no Me way. Me too. Me too. Oh, okay. Like, what if you, you were rolling one night? And yeah. it's mad late. Now you got to get outside, pump your gas in, like, the middle of the woods or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah, it's not happening. Happen. Yeah, look, man, anytime that you are taking any kind of drive that's far, always just get a full tank of gas before you Facts. hit the road. Like, don't – right. you know, some people, they be going to the gas station, and they be trying to throw their little $20 bill in there. No, 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 no. Pay the $60, fill the tank up, all right? You want to eat, don't put it to half, and then got to make it stop halfway through the trip. Just pull it up, bro. Come on, man. People just, oh, yeah. you know, but the gas prices are kind of high now. So maybe I can kind of understand that a little bit, man. Oh, Question. Yeah. Did you watch that new Jurassic Park or not? I did, actually. I, that's a funny question. I did. like. Two I watched that last ago. night. Movie's kind of mid. Like, what do you think about it? I thought it was okay. I mean, I like seeing dinosaurs. So, you know, that was nice. It was mid, though. It was mid compared to like, other ones. I will say that. It's like the movie was too long. And then on top of it being too long, like, there wasn't enough dinosaurs killing people like you know you want to yeah. see the t-rex 
terrorizing, you know, like the suburbs and, you know, yeah. eating the grandmas and stuff. But it was just, it was too much conversation going on. And I'm just Grandma? like, and I was like, bro, like, am I watching Animal Planet or is this Jurassic Park? It, but it was kind of boring. Out of five stars, I'm not going to lie. I think I'm giving that like a 2.5. I give it a three. I give it a three. It was, it was, like, it was barely above. All right, Dude. fair, fair. But I definitely think that I could have went without watching it. That is true, too. I went to the movies to go see that, and it was kind of like... No, you didn't. I did. I did, bro. Uh, I did. I wasted some money on that one. I'm not going to lie. It's not worse than when we wasted last time when we went to the movies. You forget? <laughs> Remember that last time? What was it called again? The Northman? Northman. The Northman. Yeah, whatever. The Northman. That, yeah, that Viking movie was terrible. Oh, my uh, goodness. That is... The, yo, I rarely tweet if it's not about sports, and yeah. that movie made me tweet how yes. bad that it was. Now, that movie was... Te- Terrible. Garbage. I would never watch it ever again, ever in my life. I wouldn't Garbage. wish that on my worst enemy. And actually, Facts. I have a co-worker, so shout out to Sharif if he does see this. He thought that movie was great. I swear we have like a two-day argument about it. Yeah, he said that movie was great and that, you know, like it had everything that you'd want in a Viking film. I'm like, bro, that movie was like taking a psychedelic drug. It like nothing made sense. Like, no. <laughs> it was just confusing. No. Wait, wait, hold on. He thought that movie was great. I've seen yeah, like, a yeah, ton yeah. of Viking movies, movie. a ton of Viking shows, and those shows are way better than what I watched that last time. That that, that North That's North what movie I'm was saying. Complete trash. Like, you trash. ever watched I'm the sorry. show Viking on Hulu? I haven't, but I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's better than that, that movie. Now, now, oddly enough, I didn't finish it, weirdly enough. I think it's good. I got to, like, season two or three. I started watching something else. So, I mean, you know, like, it wasn't bad. But that show, like, that's what kind of what I thought that the movie would be like. And nah, mm. man, just absolutely garbage. But oh, man, 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 oh, man, wait, what else did I do this weekend? Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. You guys have plans. You was out the whole weekend, man. Party man. Don't lie to yourself. Nah, that's it, bro. I ain't got nothing else going on. Oh, oh, he's lying to you, people. He's oh, lying. Guys, he's I lying. Right now, bro. Yo, my life is not as interesting as you might think, bro. Yo, all that I yeah. do is my sports stuff. And work. That's all I care about, bro. You know, we trying to, you know, get this process moving a little bit faster, man. But you look, you know, overall, pretty solid weekend. It was pretty hot, but today is not hot though. So thank God. You know, I'm starting to get tired of this heat. It is August 1st, my guy. It's August 1st. In one more month, we got September. How's the summer been though? Like, would you say? Just real quick before we even started. I mean, like, we're basically halfway through the summer. I mean, the summer months, mid. I should say. It's been mid. Mid? Yeah, it's Dang. been mid. Is Wait, how did you was in Mexico like last week? Um, two months ago, bro. Two months ago. That was not two months ago. It bro. was two months ago. That was not that. It could not have been that long ago. What? Bro. It was. It was the first week of July. This man be in Mexico. So how is that two months ago? We just July got the August. 1st, July first, right? That whole month. Then no, was it the first week of July? No, sorry. <laughs> Yo, first week of June. First week of June. First week of June. <laughs> Look at June, June, July. Yeah, it was two months ago. Oh man, all right, man. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. Look, we get it. You're trying to be humble for the people. You know, you don't want to brag too much on what you are doing. That's okay though, bro. But yeah. we know that your summer hasn't been mid, man. But look, man, we got stuff to get into, bro. It's been a crazy NFL morning. Uh, well, actually, crazy NFL past few days, if I'm being honest. But you know, the biggest news that broke today, the Deshaun Watson ruling. Nothing's official yet. Um, it's just the um the court. Has said that he should that he should be suspended for six games. So that's the recommendation. We don't know exactly what he's going to be suspended for as of right now. But really quickly before you know, I kind of give more detail on like what the big reporters are saying. 
kind of like, what do you think about this Deshaun Watson stuff? I thought that it was already done and dusted. I thought he no. was of this is game suspension. No. So, okay. So what happens is the court, they recommended six games. And usually the NFL goes with what the court says. But, uh, okay, look. So I'll just read it right here. So Ian Rapport said, parties involved in the disciplinary hearings for Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson have been informed by Judge Sue Robinson that Watson should be suspended for six games. Okay. Then in, Okay, yeah, then we'll actually I'll give the other details like as we talk about it. But yeah, so he should be suspended for six games. But the NFL, from all the reports that I'm seeing, is they want to suspend him for the season and fine him like a, like a, like a substantial fine, not just suspend him. So I don't really know how that's gonna work out too much because I don't even know why a judge is giving their recommendation on what the NFL should do. I don't know that that's how the process really worked out. But point is, look, as of right now. All that we know for sure is that six games is what's being lobbied. Tell me what you got. Well, not what you guys, but tell me what you think about if he does get six games or just about this case in general. Okay. So I'm going to assume, cause I saw multiple reports that it would be six games. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I'm seeing right now that it's actually done and dusted, but it, either way, like it doesn't matter to the point. This is what I kind of expected to be honest, right? Deshaun Watson, the amount of bad looks that he has had this offseason up until now has been dreadful for his team, for his former team, for his agent, all that kind of stuff, for his persona, for his image, every single thing, all right? But somehow, somewhere, he has gotten over this, got this six-game suspension, and no fine. And it's funny because I was, I was on Instagram, and I was over here seeing Calvin Ridley just, quote-unquote, upset. Not really upset, but, you know, these jokes about Instagram about how he's He's getting a four-year suspended for drafting and playing fan doing whatnot. And this guy's over here against six games for just his conduct with women and not whatnot. But either way, though, I kind of find it disrespectful how um, it's this less. I thought it should have been a bit more, to be honest. And also the inconsistency between the NFL's player association and what they wanted before. It was like they wanted Deshaun Watson to not get suspended. And then later on, they want to go in and said that they're going to they're gonna find a way to uh, side with whatever the judge rules, whatever the ruling is for that moment in time, because they don't want the NFL to appeal and to save its image, quote unquote. So there's a lot of inconsistent plays here, but ultimately though, I think this is the right move. Deshaun Watson to get suspended and to serve his ban. And you know what's funny though? You know, you remember asking me off the line of how we're going to beat the Browns? You were talking about how Deshaun Watson is going to play away, maybe or not. Well, he's going to serve that six game suspension, and within those first six games. Is the New York Jets, baby? They still so beat you guys, boy. though. That roster up, is too boy. talented. We're gonna Jacoby be seeing Jacoby Brissett, not the Sean Watson, Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Jacoby Brissett would be better than like about ten teams starting quarterbacks right now. Let's be honest; he's not a bum. He can definitely be a starting quarterback somewhere. He's a he's an average quarterback. Like he's not bad. He's not good. I think the Browns, if he does only serve. Six games. I do think that, you know, because the NFL has three days to appeal the six-game suspension. Yep. So I think the NFL is going to push for that one-year ban. That's what I think. But if it does stick for just the six games, the Browns will probably end that six game about four and two, maybe three and three, the worst. I, I think that think they so? still will come out of there. Yeah, because, again, they have Jacoby Brissett. It's not like they have, I don't know, let's say, like, some bum quarterback that's nobody knows. Brissett is a solid quarterback. That Browns team is pretty solid. They still have like they're still gonna have one of the best running games in the in the league, and then they still have a pretty solid defense. So I think that they'll be okay. Like so, real quick, I don't see the Jets beating them even with Watson not playing or not. I think that they'll be still 
talented enough to get past lesser teams per se. Um, mm. But in my opinion, I think like this is a tricky. This is it's tricky. Like in my like opinion, because like you see that he's only been accused. Watson has not been found guilty of anything. And you know, in the court of public perception, once you get accused, especially if you're like a man, automatically it's like you're guilty, right? Mm. Now I'm not mm. defending Watson. I'm not saying that he didn't do it because I have no idea. But in my opinion, if a if somebody's not found guilty in the court of law, I think it's a mistake to you know suspend them or ban them for things that they that's not even on that's not even like on their record because you're telling me that anybody can make an accusation like against you, and whether it's true or not. Now, if it's true, then yes, you deserve to be in jail, suspended, whatever. But if it's not true, you still face consequences, right? Your reputation is done. And then if it comes out that it's not true, then the women that accused you just go about their life and then they have no repercussions. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? So like to me, like it's like a tricky slope. That's why I don't really try to give my opinion on things that I don't know for sure because you never know what can be true. You know, like the cancel culture and all this stuff. But in my opinion, I think it's wrong for them to suspend him right now. I think they should have probably waited a little bit longer to see how things kind of play out because he has settled 20 out of the 24 lawsuits um, with settlements or whatever. So to me... You know, setting a lawsuit doesn't necessarily mean that you're guilty. It, like, you know, people settle lawsuits because they don't want to go to court. Like, they don't want to keep fighting this. It's kind of like, let's just get it over with so that we can move on, you know? It doesn't necessarily mean, like, an, like uh, an admission of guilt. But it's it's just tricky to me. Like, I, I get why the league is suspending him because, you know, like, he has tarnished, that, like, the NFL name in, like, a sense. So now that they're going to punish you for kind of, you know, having the NFL kind of drag through, like, the mud with you, which does make sense. But... If you look at, like, Ezekiel Elliott, when he got banned those six games for, like, was it domestic violence? And then it was proven that he didn't do anything, but he still had to miss six games. So, like, to me, it, it's just weird, man. It, like, it's it's definitely tricky. Um, it is. It is. But if he is found guilty or however it plays out where, you know, like, like it is proven that what they're accusing him of, he did. I definitely think that he should be suspended from for, like, a year or more. Because, you know, you again, you talk about the Calvin Ridley thing, about him getting suspended for a, a whole year. And he only gambled, what, 2,500 on his team to win in a game that he didn't even play in. So, mm. you know, you can't tell me that gambling is is more serious than, you know, what Watson is being accused of. So I think the recommended six games has to be more in terms of, especially if the NFL wants to kind of save face. Like, he can't get less. And he, and he can't get the same time that DeAndre Hopkins got for taking a substantial drug or whatever like that. Come yeah. on. The NFL is, like, really consistent like when it comes to being inconsistent, if we, yeah. like, really pay attention. Because even the Calvin Ridley thing is so it's so different and it's so disparate than what we are looking at right now with Deshaun Watson. And overall, like, I'm trying to figure out, does the NFL want to protect this image or do they want to be able to just get everything done and dusted I don't know. Like, it's so many factors that play into some of these things. You know, going back to the Ezekiel Elliott thing, where, like, I don't understand exactly what's the true motive here. And there's not a consistent line of action that I see from the NFL being taken place other than just being intervening and, and trying to put the noses in it. But aside from that, though, it's so many different factors that I don't really see a clear-cut plan on how they go about figuring out things the right way. So we'll see how yeah, this Yeah, so, okay, so what you're saying makes sense. But then at the same time, like how I'm viewing it is the NFL, I don't think that the NFL cares like about sexual violence. I, you know how companies, they say that they care about this stuff. Like they don't care about half the stuff that players do. What they care about is 
how is this going to affect us sponsorship wise? How is this going to affect us pocket wise? That's what I think that, that that the NFL ultimately cares about. So you know that you have to suspend Watson, regardless of if he did it or not, because now Damn this me. makes you look better. And, yeah. you know, your sponsors are going to be happy with whatever outcome, because now if you don't suspend Watson, and even if he's not found guilty or not, his reputation's ruined. Even if he did not do it, Deshaun Watson's reputation is finished. This is why it's so serious. And I think that, you know, that women that do falsely like accuse men, whatever prison time they would have got, they should be serving if it's proven that they're lying. Because, like, as a man, you know how it is with, like, your reputation. You know, like, once your reputation is, like, tarnished, there's nothing that Deshaun Watson can do ever again in life that people are not going to associate him with this, regardless. Mm. So, in my opinion, you have to, like, the NFL is thinking about the sponsorships. They're thinking about, you know, because the sponsors are going to be saying, well, if you're not going to suspend Watson, then we don't want our product linked with you because you guys seem like you guys are standing up with some that's been accused of xyz so now we're going to pull yeah. back our money and so i think that's why they suspend players regardless of if it's found guilty or not but you know again i'm not you know like, like i don't feel anything for watson i'm not sticking up for watson i don't really care about watson he's not my team's quarterback it's whatever but you know just as you know like it's just a scary precedent that just an accusation alone and not being found guilty can just ruin you it, it, it can ruin you but there is a way back for Watson, though. I'm, I'm not going to lie. There is a way back for Watson where maybe this could not be spoken about as much. And Sorry, that would tell be, me. And that win games. Well, like when you come back, you play phenomenal. When you come back, you win a Super Bowl throughout your career, like with the Browns. Like when you come back, you stay out the headlines. You just focus on football. You become Tim Tebow. You, you know, you walk around like with a Bible. You pray every day. You do all that stuff and you stay out the headlines. Don't do no more nonsense. Don't even go get massages. Now, the, now, uh, I think that there's like a rule that Deshaun Watson can only get massages that the Cleveland Browns like arrange for him. Don't even do that. Don't, don't even, even get do massages. That. Massages is done do, now. It's done. I don't even, even, at the, even with the training staff after practice, do not get any. Maybe because I think he has a girlfriend. Like if I'm not uh, mistaken, like know. Watson does have a um, like a girlfriend. I've seen a post like him kissing a girl on Instagram, right? Have, her massage, her, now too. have her massage you at home. Nobody else should be giving you any kind of rubs, nothing. Don't want to see you even talking about, like, massages. And, you know, because there are some big-name athletes who have settled rape lawsuits, and people don't talk about it anymore. Some And, and like, they're loved athletes as well. That's not, you know, you know, like, there's loved athletes, and nobody talks about it, like, anymore because they were great players, and, you know, it was long ago, so people forgot about it, kind of. But, you know, like with Kobe Bryant. One of the most loved celebrities, sports figures ever, Kobe. Let's not forget, he settled a case in, what, 2003, 04, with the woman in Colorado, I think. So, and Kobe was kind of, you know, like, at the time that that happened, I was too young to remember what was going on. But as I got older, I didn't really hear about it. You know, yeah, you hear about it, you know, here and there. But that wasn't the narrative that people painted about him. Yeah. So, that does show that there is a way back from these kind mm. of things, you know, but yeah, you got to stay on the straight and narrow. Don't do no more nonsense, bro. I, like just relax basically is like what I'm trying to say. So, you know, all's not done for Watson, but man, it's, it's going to be tricky. Like, it, like he's going to have to, he's going to have to play the best football he's ever played in his life. That's the only way to, you know, get rid of critics and make people focus on other stuff is with your play on the field. Mm. And to me, you know, if you're spending for six games, if you're the Cleveland Browns, you're happy right now. 
that's not that many games, you know, 17 game season. All right. So what he plays 11, you know, you should come out of that at least 500, those first six games. And, Maybe. you know, then you have Watson to kind of make a run, but he has to bring that team a Super Bowl. He has to, he has to, has to, you know? Yeah, he does. And, and what better situation to do it for than the Cleveland Browns, right? If he plays yeah. this great and he brings them some QB stability, he brings them a championship, possibly, you never know. Then, People are gonna look at it like, okay, it actually worked out pretty well for them. Cleveland yep. Browns and trading for them. So you know, it was yeah. a bad start, or a really bad start to go off mm-hmm. of it. Like you cannot. And I going back to what I said before about the distraction. Me personally, I would not have done it. But if it comes out with the Super Bowl at the end, then sure, why not? I guess you could say. Either yeah, way, though, because, it adds yeah, on to like a, a franchise that has poor reputations for just QB play and distractions and clownship and all that kind of stuff. But Deshaun Watson himself comes out on top then they'll be they'll be looking good at on, on, on everything that they did so far. Yeah. And and you know, I think like what kind of like what people fail to realize is sports is not about morality in a sense, right? Like the aim of sports, like the aim of elite sports, like like when you play sports at, at the highest level, like the NFL, the NBA, you know, like the MLB, uh like UFC, MMA, whatever, tennis, I don't care what sport it is. The main objective is to win. And if teams find a way to win, if you are talented enough, then you will always get another chance, which is what Watson got. Let's be real. If Watson was a bum quarterback, he's out of here. Like, let's say Ray Rice, when he, you know, hit his wife and there was a video that came out and all that nonsense, right? What he did was completely wrong. But I tell you what, if Ray Rice was, let's say, Derrick Henry of right now or like a Jonathan Taylor of right now, he would have got another chance in the league. Because Ray Rice was declining, because he wasn't as productive, he never played ever again. Because... Me bringing you in, the risk is not anywhere near the amount of success that you'll be able to bring my team. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, look mm-hmm. at Kareem Hunt, the, you know, like with the whole kicking thing, right? The Chiefs let him go. What happened? The Browns picked him up damn near immediately because he was that guy. And he's, and you know, and he's, from what I know, he's been keeping his head down and he's been productive on the field. The right way. The right way. Keep the right way. Yeah. I haven't heard anything yet. N- nothing. Not, since I've heard nothing. And, you know, to be fair to Ray Rice, it's really quickly. Since then, he has, you know, seemed like he's changed his life around. You know, he's been giving speeches on, the, you know, on like that stuff. And he really has made a 360, but his play just didn't justify him getting signed again. So he was out the league after that incident. So, you know, talent is always going to be able to afford you more opportunities than what a normal player would be able to get. So, you know, I definitely think that Watson has been, you know, handed a second lifeline here and he better make the most out of it. Like, I don't want to see nothing about this guy ever again, ever again. Just shut up. Play football, win games, and you owe Cleveland the Super Bowl because they took a big risk on you. So, not I'm not saying this year. You have five years. You need to at least win one Super Bowl and be competitive every season that you're there. Hmm. Um, that that might be okay. That might be tough in that division, but I could see that happening. I'm not sure about the Super Bowl because once again, it's a tougher conference than it has been in a couple of years now. Like, there's yeah. a lot of great QB play there, so I don't really see exactly him overcoming that so easily. It's never easy either way, but I, I don't. I wouldn't bet on him winning the Super Bowl in, in Cleveland. To well, no, yeah, I definitely. That. I don't think that you could bet on the Browns in the Super Bowl. But my thing is, if you're not like, if the aim for the Cleveland Browns is to not win the Super Bowl, right? Why'd you bring him in? Like, why'd you deal with the public, you know, um, fallout of signing this guy who's accused of, of all this stuff? If the aim is to not win the Super Bowl, you just did that to just have a good quarterback? No, you should just kept Baker then. The, the only reason that it made sense to bring in Watson was because you felt that this could be the guy that could lead you to the promised land. If yes. Watson cannot lead you to the promised land, 
This is a failure. I don't care if you win 12 games every year, 13 games every year, fifth. I don't care. You go undefeated. If you don't win Super Bowl, it means nothing, and you brought them in for no reason, and it's and it's not worked out. And yeah. the only way that this makes sense is you have to be competitive every season and deep playoff runs. The only yes. way that I think anybody would say this was a good signing, if Deshaun Watson leaves Cleveland in five years with no Super Bowl even appearance, it's a failure. The only so way going into next season, then not to get there. Go ahead. Going going into next season, right? Um, yeah. what do you think the Browns will be for next season? Because I you said. The first six games, Deshaun Watson's not going to be there potentially, right? He can, they can probably go three and three. Like I see him mind. going two and four, actually. And on top of that, Whoa. I don't see him making a far run in the playoffs if he does find a way to get him back there. So I have the schedule right in front of me. You have the Panthers week one. I think that's an L for me. The Jets week two, I guess you could say that's a dub for them, depending on what you think. Uh, the, the Steelers, the Falcons, the Chargers, and New England. Those last two games and the Steelers, depending on, you know, that's a away game too. No, that's a home game, sorry. Primetime game as well, Jacoby Brissett. I don't know if I trust him in that situation. So if if Jacoby you know, Brissett like, it's kind of going. If, if Jacoby Brissett can be average, like, you know, just go in there, you know, just do, just make the simple passes, you know, not nothing fantastic. If Jacoby Brissett can be average, I think, they, I think that they'll come out as I said, worst five hundred three and three is more likely versus four and two. Okay. I think three and three is more is more is more likely because they're mm-hmm. better than the Panthers. They have enough talent to be better than the Panthers. They have enough talent where they're better than the Jets. Now the Steelers tricky because then we have to see how the Steelers quarterback plays. Because I think that Jacoby Brissett would be That's the Steelers true. quarterback right now. If I'm being honest, I, I like like to me Brissett would start if he was, if he was on the Steelers. Like that quarterback spot is that bad at the moment. We don't know what it'll be like week one. You know maybe Kenny Pickett is there, huh? Can he pick it? I mean, I'm not, I don't think he was. Yeah, but he's a rookie, though. So, yeah, well, yeah. No, look, you know, like Pickett's there, but he, but he's a rookie. You only know what he'll give you. Obviously, you know, Patriots is going to be a tough game. Chargers, I don't think they win that game, especially with not watching there. You know, you have Herbert. That team's stacked. And but, after that, it gets okay, worse. Right. Ravens and, and, and Cincinnati and Dolphins and Bills, three of the four top defenses, I, I assume, coming into next season. Yeah, but – if you look at this Browns team, the Browns should okay. have one of the top defenses as well on paper with the, like with all the talent that they have. And then if you add Watson back there, they have a top 10 offense. So, I mean, really, the Browns – so, like, really, like, even though the Browns might lose games, the Browns should be competitive in every single game. There's, like, there should okay. be no blowout L for the Browns because their team is that overall stat. Like, they're a well-balanced team with Watson there. So, there should mm. be no excuses for anything other than competitive games Every single game, there's no excuse. So, in my opinion, I think that the Browns, I'll say they go three three the first six games, right? To me, okay. that's a good spot. Like that's a good spot to get Watson back. And then you have these tough games coming up, the 17 games. I think the Browns win 11, 10 games. I think that, like, if they do make the playoffs, it's like a wild card kind of thing. Okay. And then I could kind of see them, you know, maybe they, maybe they can surprise somebody. I'm, I'm not too sure. It just all depends, like, again, on how Watson comes back after week six and how, you know, fast he's, he's able to get up to, to game speed. Because this is a guy that hasn't played in basically a year and a half of football. So, yeah. like, it's all about how he comes back. Because he might come back and be sluggish. And then that might cost yeah. them some games that they should have won. Yeah. So, to me, I'll say the high of, like, 11 games, a low of nine. Anywhere okay. from there. Okay. But we have to say that Deshaun Watson has, even though his image is tarnished for the most part, he yes. has come out on top with a dub because this guy has a big contract, six-game suspension, and 
<laughs> and all this around him has just kind of worked out in his favor, to be honest. Definitely, definitely. Um, yep. yeah, yeah, man. And and I mean, for his sake, I hope that what he's accused of, he really didn't do it. Yeah, and you know, and you know, like, and if he did do it, and you know, just because he settled out of court or whatever, and we don't ever really find out that he's a lucky man, but his name was forever tarnished for right now. I mean, it's definitely gonna take a lot to overcome that. Like, he, he's gonna have to do a lot of PR and a lot of charity, a lot of everything to kind of get his name back in a good grace. I'm still surprised that he has sponsorships. I'm not going to lie. I know, like, I know. Like, does he have sponsorships? Like, wait, like, does he? Because, I mean, look, I, I never saw Watson on TV anyways, but I'm pretty sure he has some sponsorships. Like, yes. I haven't really heard of anybody dropping him. Or maybe they have, but I wasn't paying attention. I don't really know. Don't know. It don't matter. 200 million. 200 million. Still got yeah, that brand. Now, um, really quickly, uh, so the difference between Calvin Ridley and Deshaun Watson, I have a tweet right here that kind of explains it. So Judge Robinson, who was approved by the NFL and the NFLPA, recommended six games. The NFL yeah. wanted Watson suspended for a full season. The yeah. NFL, not that same judge, suspended Ridley for a full season. The NFL could step in with Watson and appeal. We'll see if they do. Yeah. Now, just really quickly, the public perception that you see online is that the NFL has suspended Watson for six games, which is not true. The NFL... They are probably going to want to suspend him for the season. Then what will happen mm -hmm. is Watson will appeal, and then he'll probably get more than – he'll probably get like eight games, something like that. I think maybe. that's what will ultimately happen. Yeah, like he'll appeal, and then it'll just get reduced a little bit. Or maybe he'll appeal, and it won't work, and he does miss those either. Now, if the song Watson misses all next season, the Browns are done. They're, no, like, look, Brissett is an average quarterback. He's not bad. He's not good. But him, 17 games, no. Is restart for next year. That's a year wasted with that talented roster, which sucks for them. But, um, yeah, so people are saying, you know, the NFL, they care more about gambling than women, et cetera, that this is not the NFL's ruling as of right now. They have three days to appeal it and overturn it or whatever the process is. So yeah. just so that kind of people don't think that the NFL is just saying, all right, well, you know, gambling is more serious than, you know, sexual misconduct. Nobody's saying that. So, I think people just don't look into stuff. They see it and they just want to run with it because they think that the NFL. Yeah, 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 yeah. It makes for good jokes, though. I will say that, though. It does. Oh, yeah. No, the memes have been going crazy. Memes been but crazy. I think Calvin really, I think that suspension is kind of like overkill. Like, that come it on. Is. Like, it is. For me, now, I would get it. Let's say if he bet against the Falcons and he played that game to where he can affect the outcome of that result. He bet on his team. That makes much more sense. Yeah, like he bet on his team. He wasn't playing. He was away from the team. The Falcons suck. He probably lost that bet. Let's be real. He probably lost that bet. <laughs> like, like, why are you like, like a year? Like maybe three games, two games, a year? Like, come on, man. That's just a little bit just max, bro. But, you know, we have to see how it plays out. I mean, do you think that Watson will stay suspended for six games? Or do you see him maybe getting more if the NFL – decide to like not do what the judge recommended i think it'll stay for six games um mm -hmm. I, I don't see it really being more but if it does become more i'll probably see eight games as in like eight right games. yeah two more man games. i don't know the nfl's in a tough spot here because like as we just said they're already being kind of like treated like they gave this suspension when, when like what they didn't so now if it comes out that the nfl agreed to only six games mm. then it's like oh my god how could he only get six games so the NFL, I think it's, it's like I said, bro, when it comes to like the sponsorships and like the public image, 
I think that they're going to go for his throat here. Right? Like, I think they're definitely going to go for a season of him being out. But we have to see how it plays out, and we will yeah. know more by the end of this week because it does have to be solved by the end of this week. And, yeah, we'll be talking about it, you know, when we get the new updates, man. But crazy, crazy, man. Like, the NFL, this offseason has been nuts. I, I can't really remember an NFL offseason feeling so long and also having so much news in there because another NFL wide receiver just got the bag, man. Debo Samuels yesterday, or it's actually last night, three years, 73.5 million, 58.1 guarantee. He is staying with the 49ers. You know, we just saw DK Metcalf get that huge deal. And now Debo gets paid. I think that this is the last big deal this off season for NFL wide receivers that we'll see. He was kind of like the last big name player. That need to get that sorted, and they did. So, yep. what do you think about that, though, bro? All right, so we got 1,500 yards uh, last year. We had 502 rushing Combined? yards at 90.2. Uh, yep. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, receiving yards, receiving yards. Okay. Uh, 90.2 PFF grade and a total of 16 touchdowns. That guy is the 49ers, and he makes or breaks that team. And on top of that, you know, he, he joins his list of receivers who got paid 20 or more, like you just said. Tyree Kill, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, AJ Brown, Stephon Diggs, Debo Samuel now, DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, DJ Moore, Chris Godwin, and Mike Williams. That is some great company to be in. And to be honest, going back into that whole argument about Debo versus DK, I get what I said. But ultimately, though, he is what the Niners are at this point in time. And Kyle Shanahan has found a thing in Debo to utilize and to continue to keep defenses on the t- on the heels, on the toes, whatever. Keep them honest to the point where they can't really game plan exactly what they're going to use uh, Debo for coming into that game. So I love it. Debo, unless he wants to play uh, receiver purely, either way, he's going to be a weapon for that team. And the biggest thing for me is Trey Lance. Like, in the in the games that they played together, <laughs> 2.5 games last year, Debo had 10 catches, 226 yards, and three TDs. So if you want to go next year with your rookie QB, quote-unquote sophomore QB next year with Trey Lance, then Debo is the best route to give him some protection and to give him a reliable catch, uh, passer, uh, catch receiver so that they can have some chemistry building next year and then ultimately just find ways to, you know, continue on that mode. Yeah, definitely agree. I think that this makes the most sense. I didn't think that Debo was going to get traded um, after the NFL draft. I thought maybe he'd get traded during the draft. But once that kind of Jets. Yeah, but you guys that were interested in him, though. So it was no guarantee that it would have been the Jets. Like, there was a lot of teams that wanted him. But after, oh, like, that didn't happen, then I kind of already knew that he was going to end up staying because it just made the most sense for both teams. And, you know, I dropped a video on it yesterday, and I said that it would have been a criminal mistake to give Jimmy Garoppolo Debo Samuels. And now you're going into this Trey Lance era, your young quarterback who you want to succeed, and then you don't give him the best weapon that you have on that team. I think that would have been a huge mistake for Trey Lance's development and for the 49ers' offense. He, like, the impact that Debo has on that team, he's basically like the heartbeat of that team as of right now. You know, him and George Kittle are like the safety blankets there. And I think that, you know, Trey Lance, you know, nobody should be more happier than him because nothing that you would have got back for Debo right now, I don't think would have possibly gave you the same kind of production that Debo Samuels can give you. And I'm really high on Trey Lance. And I remember I told you last year that I thought that, he, that, yep. that he'd be the best quarterback in like this draft. Now, that might not happen because, you know, you see, you know, how some of the other quarterbacks are playing. But to me, Trey Lance is a star. I think, well, I think he has star potential. And, you know, I think that he's – to me, I'd rather take the gamble on him right now being a better quarterback than Jimmy G. I'm not going to lie because you see what Jimmy Garoppolo can give you at his best. And Trey Lance's ceiling seems to be much higher than Jimmy Garoppolo at his best. 
And, you know, now I think that the offense is going to be a bit more open. I think that Trey Lance has a stronger arm. He's a bit more mobile, can do probably more things with the ball than what Jimmy Garoppolo can do. So everybody on the 49ers wins here. This makes perfect sense. You know, you don't get rid of a player that's performing so well because they want a big contract. You draft the Debo Samuels in hopes that he can be what he is now. So pay the man. So fantastic deal. And, you know, if you're Debo Samuels, you shouldn't care about wanting to be just a pure wide receiver. You are an impact player. You should be happy that you're getting the ball, that the 49ers are looking for creative ways outside of just being a wide receiver to mm-hmm. get you the ball for you to make plays. That's your main job is to make plays. I don't care if they put you in the backfield or like and then like line you up the next play. You should be happy that you're an impact player getting like that you're getting the ball in different spots. That's how I kind of view it. I don't really think that it matters how you get the ball. The team trusts you to get you your touches, period. Whether you're catching it or not, you're touching the ball and you're able to make an impact. And so there's going to be no complaints. He has probably one of the best usage rates in the NFL right now. So to yeah. me, make the perfect makes perfect sense. And, you know, you need Trey Lance to succeed. And, you know, you drafted him third and you moved on from Jimmy G. Now, if Trey Lance does not pan out, somebody's going to get fired. So, because, you, you know, you live and die by your quarterback selection. That's just how the NFL goes. Because the quarterback is the guy. So this is your guy. And if he doesn't work out, you usually don't get a chance to pick another guy. So, so you need Trey Lance to be productive and he's not going to be as productive if he does not have his boy Debo there. So fantastic move, man. Tell me what you think about Debo though, in terms of what do you think that he'll do for them next season? Um, you know, to be honest, going back into your point about him being happy about getting touches. Um, I kind of disagree a little bit because I, I just think that he wasn't trained to be a running back. Maybe, you know, he could do that position and obviously he was impactful last year for them. So I get it. But ultimately, though, I, I can get his frustration as to why he doesn't want to be used in that hybrid role of running back receiver. But either way, though, like we said before, he's impacting the game. He's changing the game and he's giving defenses a different way of defending them. So we get that next season, though, uh, Debo is going to be kind of I think he's going to have a little bit of a drop off because I think teams will find a way to key in on it and to, you know, at least game plan for it. This time moving forward, they were just surprised last year about how they were able to not defend what they were doing last year with the Niners. So, you know, it's it's going to be a little bit different. The Niners do have a nice receiving core. George Kittle, like you mentioned before, Debo Samuel, uh, Brendan Ayuk, and Danny Green, who they drafted this past offseason. So they have something there. They have some nice speed on the on the perimeter. But they did lose some key offensive linemen, um, so it won't be the, the exact same. And I want to see exactly how they can incorporate more running backs into that mode of just running the football like they used to as well as giving Debo some touches, not the multiple of touches that he was getting last year. So we'll see what happens. But I think next season that he's going to have a, a drop off. Maybe I'll go for like 1,100 yards, uh, a total of 12 touchdowns again, you know, and maybe for the rushing yards, I'll probably say like uh, it's going to be a drop off for me because I think that he did voice his displeasure with that. So they might, they're going to use him a little bit seldom than they did last year. So about like 300 yards possibly. Yeah, that's why yeah I, I, I don't think that he'll have that many uh, rushing yards. I think that the 49ers, they really like their young running back. Uh, I think mm-hmm. what's his name? Elijah Mitchell. He's pretty good. Yeah. He's solid. He's pretty good. You know, he's seen, yeah, you know, and he was rookie last year, and look what he did. So I definitely think that he will get a bulk of the touches in the backfield. But what yeah. I will say is that if you're going to complain about getting touches, because they're giving you extra touches, because not only are they targeting you in the passing game, but they're finding other ways for you to get the ball as well. So now I would never want to hear Debo complain about his usage rate in terms of he's not getting enough touches if he's not lining up in like the backfield. Because when they were finding ways to give you those touches or extra touches, you were complaining, right? So mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. if you do fully just do just the wide receiver thing, 
And if you don't get that many targets some games, it is what it is, right? Yeah. You know, you got yeah, to that's, that's fine. Him. Listen, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly yeah. what you just said. Indeed. Because yeah, Kasha Nando, like, he's a great Q, he's a great QB whisperer. A great head coach, in my opinion. So, ultimately, you got to trust what he's, what he's thinking. You got to trust his vision. got to trust everything. Because last year, it worked out. So, if you want to say to yourself, okay, I don't want to do this anymore, and Kyle Shanahan agrees to that, then this year, trust his vision. And if he's not getting you the touches, the touches needed to make an impact in the game, then so be it. Yeah, that's fair enough, fair enough. But I yeah. think I'm going to agree with you on the fact of um, his stats kind of dropping. I think it's pretty hard to follow up, like, when you have a really good season. I, I think it's kind of hard to always replicate that. So I can definitely see his yeah. numbers dropping a bit. I do think that his touchdowns – you said he had 12 last season? No, he had 16 last season. It's going to drop down to 12 for me. Yeah, 16. Now, I, I think that I, I can kind of see staying in, like, that same – you know, like, anywhere from, like, that 14 to 16 range, I can kind of see – just because, if he can stay healthy, of course, just because of his usage rate. Like, I think that they will give him the ball in the red zone. They will target him in the red zone, screens, et cetera, because he is a tough runner. Like, he runs hard. Like, he's – who's that? He Like, I remember he was being compared to, like, a, um, an Anquan Bolden. I think, I'm, I, think I said his Anquan first Bolden. name. You, oh, that's yeah, but you, young swimmer Anquan Bolden, yep. Because you know how he runs hard. Like, he runs like he's, like, Derrick Henry or something like that. Like, he's trying to run you yeah. over and stuff. That's kind of how Debo Samuels plays. So I think that he is going to get a lot of touches in that red zone, especially if he can stay healthy. Um, so, I, yeah, like I would say that maybe his overall like yardage, I think that that will drop. But I think that the touchdowns will kind of be a little consistent with what they were last season. But he gets paid, and I think, look, well-deserved. He's still better than, D, uh, than DK Metcalf, though. No, he's not. Well, you know why I'm smiling, though? You know why I'm <laughs> smiling? Because guess who's drafting Debo in fantasy football next year? <laughs> well, 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 thank you, thank you. you thank do you, you not you, think that you. anybody else is going to want him? Yep. Do, you, do you not know that we're in a 10-team league? Yo, like, it do don't matter what they want. It matters what like, I you want. On picking okay. him in the first round? No, uh, probably not. All right. we'll, well, now, <laughs> well, now we Second know round, two targets round, that you want to draft. Because you said that, that, that you were going to draft Debo just now. And then the last... Uh, thing you said that you were gonna draft um forget his name but you said it too so all I gotta do is just send that to the guys that play and be like do you guys like want these guys and then now they'll know well, if they're coming up but but, but, uh, but why would you do that though why would you do that because you can't have no competitive edge with me this is no insider trading because <laughs> right? you think that I'm because since you think that like I own the league that I'm gonna just be like oh let me keep the information to myself no that's cheating like you know I, I, well, I it, it would ruin your image it would ruin your image as a, as a commissioner. You freaking bro. Oh you my can't God. do that. I, I can't, can't wait. Do that. I cannot cheating. wait. I cannot wait to win the league next season. It's, it's, ah, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy, man. So yo, guys, guys, if you're listening, he says this every single year. Don't worry about it. Same result every single year. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait. And what's your result wait. every single year? Listen, listen. I L. went from two years, right, two years of playoffs. To trophy next year is the highest trophy. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm going upward on the trend on this. So scale, what you're saying? You so what you're saying? There. So what you're saying is two years of failure so far. I had a trophy last year. What do you mean? What trophy? It's not a failure. I had a trophy last year. I won a trophy what last trophy? year. What? Yeah, fantasy league trophy. You didn't win the chip. I didn't win a chip, but I won a trophy. I said. What trophy? They gave me a trophy for fantasy football last year, bro. I could go play right now. 
Bro, who cares about your participation trophy? If you don't win the chip, we not talking. That's all that I care about is championships, bro. You got this man talking about the like the second place trophy or something. This man happy to be first loser. What a bum. Bro, Listen, if it's not like, trip, we don't care. We don't care. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> chill, 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 chill. Like I said, it's it's a, it's an upward motion, fam. It's oh an upward motion. I'm going up in the rankings. Don't worry. Man, look. Speaking of big contracts, right? There's a okay. certain NFL. No, actually, let me ask the NFL. There's a certain NBA player that feels that they deserve a max. No, they deserve and will demand or want to command a max contract. And all right, the name's down on the screen anyway, so forget it. Draymond Green <laughs> believes that he deserves a max contract. What in the hell is really going on? Yes. What? That's true. That no. is true. Yes, yes. That is Draymond true. You heard Green, right. You heard right. Does Draymond Green really expect the Golden State Warriors to offer him another max contract? Come on, yes. bro. Yes. Yes. Precisely. Yes. Now it, it depends, but you know, yes, I would say yes. They, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell me, since you Draymond hater, tell me why do you think that Draymond shouldn't get this max contract? I'm not first off. First off, don't do that. Don't Draymond do that. hater. I'm not Draymond a Draymond hater. hater. Don't do that. I am not a Draymond hater. I just don't think <laughs> yeah, that he's he hates Draymond. Stop lying. He hates Bro, Draymond. I Yo. can't hate somebody that I don't know. I don't know him. He could be a great guy. I can't hate him. I don't know him. I just know him as a player. I don't like him as a player. I think that Draymond Green is not as good as he thinks that he is, bro. There is no way in hell the Golden State Warriors are going to give him a max contract. I put money on it. I will put – there is no way. Any team in the NBA is giving Draymond Green a max. Any – 32 teams, 30 teams, I don't give a damn. There is not one that is giving him a max contract. None. I don't want to hear it. No. No. Passing the ball to Steph Curry and setting 56,000 screens a game does not earn you a max contract. You are a good defensive player. You are one of the better big men at handling like the rock. I will give you that. But you do not have max contract skills. Draymond Green contract, he's what, 32, 33? Draymond Green's contract should be three years, 60 million. That's fair. You think you should be getting paid like one of the best at your position? When you're not even top, five. okay, now he all right now because there's not that many. Three good years, top sixty million. About twenty million a season. That's fair. Three no, years. He's 60. making twenty five already. Why would he go less? Yeah, because his play has decreased. No, it has not, <laughs> bro. No, it has yo, not. The Warriors, the Warriors, the, past, the Warriors this past finals were better with him off of the court. I don't have the stat right here, but I but I remember I sent you the stat after like game five. Like and, and like it was like the war and it was like the Warriors with like Draymond like uh like on the court these finals and like his thing versus him off the court. Bro, his play has dropped. He's not the 2016-2015 Draymond Green. That's what you guys keep hanging on to. The guy is not that great of a passer, and he's a good defender. So I don't really understand why he would get max money. Would you want the Miami Heat to give Draymond Green a max contract? No, 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 because he's no, no, 
No. All right. Let me let me know. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No. Hold on. No. <laughs> yeah. no. Yo. He's wild right now. He's going crazy. I'm not going for it. <laughs> Bro. Yo. I just asked you a question. Yes or no? If Draymond Green was a free agent and if the Miami Heat had the money to offer him, would you want your team giving Draymond Green a max contract? Draymond's value for the Warriors is not the same as Draymond's value for the Heat. It's different. You can't compare the two. You just can't, I'm bro. Asking, I'm asking you a yes or no. No, because we're not Draymond the Warriors. So good, we are the Miami on. Heat. By the way, if Draymond Green is so good, if this is the future Hall of Famer who can defend, he can play make, he can dribble, he can control the offense. If he's all that and a bag of chips, what you tell me about him, why wouldn't you want your team if the money was available? Not that you had to give up anybody. Let's say you you, you, you can have the same team that you have right now, but you can give him a max contract. Why would you not do it? If he's all this greatness that you tell me every day, why not? Go ahead. Because we need a scorer. We don't need Jamal. We need a score. We need a guy that could, that could shoot the basketball and put the basketball in the hoop. Jamal is not that kind of player. So what I want him for? That's the reason why. Since you're asking me, that's the reason why we don't need a, we don't need another point forward. We have that in Bam already, kind of, you know, quote unquote. He's not what Jamal is, but Bam he he can handle the rock too as a big man. So let me tell you why Jamal is such a valuable asset to the Warriors team, right? And 45 games on the court last season, they were the best defense in 18 years analytically, right? When he was out, they were 13th in the league. That's about half of the league right there. So people want to talk about his finals appearances and how he sucked. Okay, yeah. In game one, he had 4, 11, and 5. That's pretty mediocre. Game two got better, 9, 5, and 7. Now, game three was terrible, but this is when Will was trying to talk to me about Jamon Green sucking and like how he wasn't doing everything he was supposed to do and the podcast situation and all that kind of stuff. Well, what championships do to you is bring out the best nature in you, right? What championship pedigree does to you is bring out the beast in you. And ever since then, he's gotten better. I'm not sure where he's getting all this nonsense about him declining and not playing well because game four, two points is mediocre. It's pretty damn right terrible. He had 98 though. Game five, eight, seven, and six. Game six, 12, 12, and eight. I don't understand why people don't understand the, the issue of Jim on Green and what he is for the Warriors right now. Seriously. Like, he is the engine of that team. The engine of that team. All right? It's a difference between being the engine and the bus driver. Steph Curry is the bus driver. Okay? Clay Thompson is the passenger <laughs> the, the pilot. You know what I'm saying? But Jamon is the engine. He allows the Warriors to be the Warriors. He allows them to be flexible on defense. He allows Steph Curry to run around, Clay Thompson run around, and have these passes and have these set screens, whatever the case may be, get them in the right spots. He allows these players to focus more on offense while trying to guard the best player on the court at times. He allows them to, to do what they have to do while he's providing leadership to the young guys. Last season was Jonathan Kaminga, Jordan Poole, you know, Gary Payne II, all these young players that got minutes last year. Andrew Wiggins, a seamless fit. And people want to talk to me about Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole getting paydays. Listen, like Will tells me, it's all about making the, the star player happy. What does Steph Curry want? He wants his veterans paid, okay? Yeah. And his veterans paid would mean Jamon getting paid. Yes. Thompson, no, wait, wait, wait. Guy, hold all on, right. let me finish. Clay Thompson, another guy that is due for a payday. But would you really want to give a guy who just came off an ACL tear Give him that much money. Do you want to give Jordan Poole? Now, once again, it all, it all depends on the Warriors and the mindset, right? 
if they say to themselves, we want to extend our, our championship run and our championship uh, time frame, and what that means is we're going to give guys like Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole and Jonathan Kaminga more minutes because we believe that these guys are the future for our team, then sure, you can do that. You could bet your chances of losing Jamon and risking it and seeing if it works out for you or not. But what I know is, is that he is the catalyst for that team that makes them who they are. So if it was me, I would give him the mass contract. Okay. And then you'd be an idiot to do so. Now, nobody's saying that Draymond Green, or should I say Dray Mid-Green, should not be getting paid. Nobody's saying that the Warriors should let him go. Nobody's saying that they're better without him. Nobody's saying any of that. You just say you should get a pay cut. Yes, a pay cut. But that does not mean that not to get paid. I didn't say sign Draymond Green to the vet minimum. I'm saying a contract that's reasonable because, as you just said, Wiggins is going to be due for a payday. Poole is going to be due for, like, a payday, right? Klay Thompson is due for a payday. Draymond Green is going to be due for a payday. That's four players. Yeah. Somebody has to take a pay cut. The budget is not Andrew Wiggins. It's No. No. He's a bust. He cares. No. I think he cares more about Wiggins, fitting Wiggins, in and being the on. right Wiggins, Wiggins is not a bust anymore. Wiggins, was, Wiggins, hold on. Wiggins is not a bust anymore. Wiggins is not a bust anymore. The guy is the NBA champion and played a huge role in them winning said NBA championship. Wow, regardless of what you and I think was an all-star this season. He said that bust label the minute that they won that chip. Andrew Wiggins is is more successful than 90% of NBA players because most players will not win a ring. He just won one. He's no longer a bust. He's no longer a bust. Anyways, moving on from that. <laughs> um, Yeah, Draymond Green, out of all those guys, he has to take the pay cut because his skill set is the least out of all those guys. You have Klay Thompson. You have Klay Thompson, who I would argue is more important than Draymond Green. You also have um, uh, Andrew Wiggins, right, who's younger than Draymond Green, can give you more years of product of uh, productivity at this point than what probably Draymond can do. Because if Draymond isn't doing, let's look at it from an analytical point of view. Because basketball is like is all about numbers. Draymond, from a numbers point of view, is not that good. People care about numbers. Of course, there's some people that are like going to say, "Oh, you shouldn't look at numbers," but numbers matter. Because that's why everybody talks about it. Like that's why you know, oh, like you know, like he's this and this and points per game and you know, like off the bench points. People care about that stuff. Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins and Klay Thompson, they all deserve to get paid before Draymond Green does. Because I think, yes, because in my opinion, yes, especially if it's a max contract, bro, you can't be expecting a max contract. Okay, so why is it that I haven't seen anybody else say that Draymond Green should be getting a max contract? Not even Warrior fans. Even war, yo, all you gotta do is go on Twitter. Even warrior fans are saying he does not deserve a max contract. So why not? So like, why can't people that watch this team religiously, like, agree with you that Draymond deserves to get paid? All I have not seen any of these 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 warrior fans that you're talking about. Sorry, I'm not sure where you hand these from. I'm, I mean, you probably could have seen it, but I haven't seen anything yet of people. I mean, like, do you go on Twitter and check like the and and check like when news first comes out? Like, it's like what? Because this news broke about four or five days ago. He was yeah. trending for like about like a day or two. And all of it was people like laughing, saying the max is insane. Not that, and people act like me saying that him getting three years, 60 million. It, like, is he going to have to now be on the food stamp line? You're going to, you're like, you're still like, okay, you take a $5 million pay cut. You're still getting paid $20 million. Your play is not indicative for you to be 
like requiring a max. Max players are the best at their position. Draymond Green is not the best at his position, bro. He's not even top three in his position, in my opinion. So to me, for him to be commanding a max when everybody else has to get paid, do you care more so about the money or winning? In my opinion, if he cares about the winning, then you got to take that pay cut because then you're going to limit what the Warriors can do if you go get a max. So that like that's mm-hmm. kind of insane to me. Now, again, the Warriors need him, in my opinion. They should keep him. I think if they do lose him, I still think that they would be fine. I don't know if they'd win like another championship, but I think that they'd still be a very competitive team. But no other team that Draymond Green goes to will he get better. So you're saying that Draymond Green's the engine to like the Warriors stuff. Yes, it's very easy to be the engine when you're playing with the two greatest shooters of uh, like of all time. But like it's very easy oh to get assists. Yo, bro, you told me the other day, well, not the other day, but the but the other week that Draymond Green is an elite passer, right? He's not. I watched that whole playoffs. This guy does chest passes, runs over, and sets screens. I said, I said elite. Or you said like very good. Like you were playing. Oh, come on. Now. I didn't say elite. Good. Okay, fine. You, you said he's very <laughs> good. It's the same thing. He's not very good. He's just a decent passer. He doesn't do anything fancy. He doesn't do, but but he doesn't do like anything fantastic with the ball. He like he's like like yes, for a big man, he's undersized. So he's able to bring up the ball better than most other power forwards. Yes. But his passing is nothing to talk about. And he, then he sets screens. They run around it. He has Steph Curry and Klay Thompson shooting it. So, of course, his assists are going to look better than other people who are passing it and doing the same thing to other players because they're not on that kind of level. But let me ask you a question like this. What team would ju- – wait, what other team would Draymond Green go to and be able to make the same kind of impact? Because then that answers how important he is. Be to real. that team. No. I no. Said other team. I told you already, like – his value for any other team in the NBA is not compared to the Warriors. So value. then why does that deserve a max? I'm not, because again, I'm not saying don't win championships. That's no, why. I'm, no, but I'm saying you won't win a championship if he gets, like, the max, but then you have to lose Wiggins and, like, you know, like other pieces because you couldn't pay them because Draymond is getting 30-something million a year. How does that work out then? They can win a championship if Draymond gets the max, Wiggins takes a pay cut, Jordan Poole, I think he wants to get paid. If he gets paid, he can go somewhere else. He's gonna he's gonna have offers from other teams. Now it's about whether or not he wants to stay and win and play his role out. But once again, these guys, they they're role players that have helped the team win games. Play, and if they, anything, they, 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 this last playoff run, Andrew Wiggins was that team's best defender that entire playoffs. It wasn't even Draymond Green. So like, wait, so see, because now I'm even thinking about it. Like Andrew Wiggins was the anchor of that defense Stop that it. playoff Stop run. It. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. I, I'll bro. give you finals. I'll give you so finals. Why, oh, no, wait a minute. So now, Stop. why should? By the way, so now, how old? How old is is um Wiggins? Like 27, 28. Why the hell am I 26, 27 taking a pay cut when I'm more productive than the 32 year old guy, and he's gonna get the max? Why now? Wiggins does not deserve a max either. Let's not get that confused. Nobody's saying give him a max either. I don't really know what his market is. Like, I don't know what, because there hasn't been reports on what he's expecting versus what the market's thinking that he is. So I don't really mm-hmm. know how much he's worth. But to me... All right, I'll tell you that right now. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Continue, continue, I'm listening. Oh, okay, yeah. But to me, Draymond Green, he's important to the Warriors, but a max is insane. There's there's players who are important to their, to their respective franchises, and they don't get max contracts because they're not max players. So Draymond Green does not deserve a max contract because he's not a max player. 
So that's, Wiggins right now is earning $33 million. Huh? I said Wiggins right now is earning $33 million. If you give Jamal that extension right wait, now, wait, wait, he'll be earning... How many years, though? Um, how many years? Like, what's his contract? Like, how many Okay, years? so he, he signed the last contract, right? It was for five years, $147 million, right? That oh, was last, I mean, he's good. That was last. Huh? Wait, and he signed that in free agency with the Warriors, right? No, 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 no. He signed that um with the... With the wait, did he? Oh, no, no, no. wow! With the no, with the, the wait, Timbles, with the uh, Timbles. the Timberwolves, and then they yeah, got yeah. him in the trade with D'Lo. Yes, 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 yes. 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 Now, yes. when is he a free agent? He's a free agent, uh, twenty twenty three. So he has one more year on his contract. Yeah, he does. So going back okay. to what I was saying before, Jamon Green, if he gets that extension, he would be making around the same amount as Wiggins is right now. So what's the problem? Because again, my guy, he's way more impactful than Wiggins. Way more impactful. I, I can't agree to that right now. Oh, like, as of right now? Gosh. No, okay, look. Career-wise, yes. But as no, of I'm right talking about now, last year. No, last year compared no, to last year. No. Listen, like no, I said before, I will no. give you Wiggins in his playoff run in the finals. He no, was the best. he's to playoffs. To me, no, no, no. But Jamal was way more impactful in the in the in the playoffs up no. until the finals. No, even that he played, but he played okay in the finals. He didn't no. play terrible. He picked up the steam where he needed to. And he got to be in Jamon Green. Listen, Jamon Green is what makes that team go. I'm telling you, the value for Jamon Green for the Warriors is significant than it would be anywhere else, which is why they should look to sign him and to extend him. And if you want to keep Stephen Curry happy, you give Jamon that max because you want to keep the band together, correct? Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Jamon Green, keep the band together. And another thing, too, if Jordan Poole leaves, I think they'll still be okay. If Andrew Wiggins leaves, I think that they'll still be okay. Jamon Green leaves, they go from being a championship team to a really good Western contender team. Nine, 19 and 17 last year without him, 54 and 51 in the games he's missed in his entire career when the Warriors play. 54 and 51. That's three games above 500 without Jamon Green. That's a big difference. A huge difference. So how can you tell me that Jamon Green is not that guy when the stats show you that he, he contributes to winning, what does he want to okay, do? Okay, fine. But you made my point that Draymond Green's not that guy because, as you just said, you don't think that he'd get a max anywhere else. So what I'm saying is no. there's guys there's guys who are very important to what their team does, and they don't get max contracts because, yes, you are important to us, but Draymond Green needs the Warriors more than they need him. Draymond Green's no. not going anywhere else and impacting any other team like how he does with playing with stuff. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. No. All right. No. All right. No. Okay. Okay. If, if, well, if, that's, if that's the case. Well, like, okay. Right? Well, like you're kind of arguing like against yourself though, because as you just said, you wouldn't how? want your team to give him a, like a max contract because why not? Draymond Green. He's not, but he's not a max player. You don't need LeBron James, but if he was like available, you would take him because he's a great player. Draymond Green is not. So stop no. that argument about what you don't need. Like you don't because need Kevin Durant. Oh no, wait. You don't, oh, wait. You don't need Kevin Durant, right? You don't need him. But if he's available, the Heat would give him a max because he's a great player. Draymond Green is not that. He's he he's not. So what I'm he's saying is they don't need to give him a, like a max because no other team would do it. So I don't really get your point. You're arguing against yourself. You know you're not, not making sense. You know what I mean? He's not a max. He's not a max like level player. Like can we? Agree with that. He's not a max level player. I'm not agreeing with that. I'm actually, I'm, I'm agreeing to give him the, the max. What the heck? My point was to, to no, give him the you, max. No, but you're only, no, but what, what you just said was you agree with the max 
if it's with the Warriors, because because you said like with the Warriors, right? That's what you, that's what okay, you okay, said. okay, fine, fine, fine. about the Warriors, that's the Warriors that what are you talking about? Depending on depending on wherever he goes, he may not be a max level player, but that Yo, is bro, about the system. The coach you're talking about around your, him. But you're talking about what your team needs. Your team, it does not matter what the hell your team needs. If there's a great no. player like available, teams will try to sign them regardless. And then guess what? They'll make it work. Draymond Green. There's no team. I'm telling you right now. If the Warriors tell Draymond Green, right, we're not going to give you the, like the max. And if you want, go test out fantasy. He's not getting a max anywhere else. There is no other team that's giving him a max. There's not one. There's not even one. if that is true, even if that's true, right, they will still not. I, I, I guarantee you they will not win a championship without Draymond Green. That's a fact. Eh, well, I mean, like that's pretty like easy to say. Like, because now, you know, like Clay Thompson – Coming off the injury, he's aging. Steph Curry is aging. So, I mean, it's easy to say that. Like, How is it easy to say? But I think – but what I think is, depending on – because now, if you got Draymond Green's money off the books, right, let's say you don't have to pay him, that leaves you up with some more money. Depending on what they do with the void that he leaves, then I'd be able to better assess that. But that's, that's hypothetical. And I do agree that Draymond Green is important to the team. I agree with that. There's no argument there. You like there's none. But what I'm saying is a max is just a little bit too much right now. Like how much would a max for him even be? Like are you even like you know how like how many years that would be? Like what is that? Like four or five years? Like what? 180, 190 million or something? No, 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 no. So he would he would be uh getting a max extension for four years, which would be five years technically for 164 million, which would pay him around 32, 33 million a year. No. Nah, I can't do that. Maybe. <laughs> All right. I mean, right now we are five minutes into OT, so just just bear with us, guys. But either way, though, still. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. All right. Fine. Fair yo, enough. yo, talk to me about Diamond Mitchell, bro. Yeah. So, I mean, you heard about the reports of kind of like him. Well, not him, but the Utah Jazz and the Knicks contract or trade talks stalling. Stalling. I mean, you know, I don't think the Knicks really needed Donovan Mitchell, in my opinion. I mean, the price tag for Mitchell was too much, and – if you give up all that for Mitchell, you're not going to still like, you're still not going to be competing for anything. Like, like with Mitchell on the Knicks right now, even if they don't have to give up nothing, let's say the, let's say the Knicks can keep all, like all their players and just give up draft picks. That roster is still not good enough to compete for a, a championship. So if you give up everything for Mitchell, and then if you're not going to win a championship, what was the point? Like it doesn't make any sense. Now, if the Knicks just want to sell tickets and have a big name for their fans to come see, and if their purpose is just to make money, then all right, but to me, then why would you want to support a team that just wants to make money and not actually give themselves a good chance at competing? So yeah. Mitchell would make the Knicks better, but just not good enough for me to want to give up so much for him. So I see, I see two scenarios, right? Okay. I see not not involved in the trade, but I see two scenarios on how it plays out if he were to get traded to the Knicks. One, it could be a Bradley Beal situation where he gets paid a lot of money and he has these great stats, but he's not really contributed to winning games and helping them like really get over the hump, you know. But I also see another situation where, you know, I don't want to compare these two because they're a little bit different in their careers at this point in time, but a young James Harden going to Houston and a team that was pretty bad beforehand, and they found a way to build around James Harden to make him, you know, a contending team, a contender in general. I'm not saying the Knicks can do that, but maybe that's possible considering what they have seen with the Houston Rockets in the past couple of years with James Harden. So you do get Donovan Mitchell, and then you find a way to build that roster. If you do believe in the Knicks' ability to build a roster anyway, then that could possibly happen. And on top of that, you know, you have that star player that you can sell seats, sell tickets with, 
and bring guys in. It's a big market, once again, New York. So bring guys, bring free agents in to come play with Donovan Mitchell and hopefully make a playoff run in the future. But right now, I, I don't see it happening because of the fact that the Knicks don't really – I don't know. There's, there's too many things that are factoring in as to why it's not happening at the moment in time. I, I know the Knicks do want Donovan Mitchell. That's not an issue. But what do the Jazz want? That's the biggest thing. What do they want for Donovan Mitchell? Like how much do they want for capital, for players? Yeah. Do they want starters from the Knicks? Do they want, you know, draft capital? I don't know. It's all these things that factor in that you don't really understand exactly why it's not working out the way it was. And you you can remember like a couple of days ago saying that the, the deal was done and dusted. Like it was done. It was, it was, it was settled. I don't, I, I, I don't remember that, those reports. I heard multiple. Remember, I told you off, off the, off, off screen that uh, Utah uh, radio show host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it was done and dusted. Like that, that the deal was done. They didn't tell us who it was, but it was a haul for Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, but and that now, guy's like irrelevant in terms yeah, of yeah. So I'm just saying, like it's rumors. Game. You never know what happens, but yeah. it, it, you can you can see exactly it didn't happen at, at this point in time. So it has definitely stalled out, and I don't think it's gonna happen to be honest. Uh, I do think that Mitchell will get traded. I think that you can't have Mitchell in Utah with them trying to do like this rebuild thing. Clearly, they clearly like they want to just go back into a rebuilding period, which to me is idiotic. I mean, they had Gobert and Donovan Mitchell there. Utah Jazz are not a big free agency market. Nobody's talking about wanting to move to Utah to go play, team up in Utah. So when you draft a player that can become a star like this, I think it's always a mistake to get rid of him. I think you should be keeping him. You do everything that you can to make him happy. And if anything, having Mitchell there, you might be able to get another star there in free agency because maybe Mitchell can recruit somebody there. But the Utah Jazz have given up all this to try to go back and draft another Donovan Mitchell in these future drafts. To me, it's idiotic. It makes no sense. Um, I think that he will be traded, as I said. I don't think that he will be traded to the Knicks, possibly. Mm-hmm. I think that they're yeah. I think that that's the best chance for him to get traded, but I just again it doesn't really make any sense. I think if the Knicks were a team that's ready to win now, then yes, it makes sense. Like kind of like the kind of like the Timberwolves, for example. The Timberwolves are ready to win now. That addition of Gobert only kind of makes them now. I don't now wait, real quick. I do not think that the, that the Timberwolves will, will win a final in the foreseeable future, but. They're a team, they're like, we have Edwards, Cat, now Gobert, and D'Angelo Russell. We are go. There is not going to be a better chance in, you know, the future than the right team now. team is right. It's yeah, good. We're going for it. We might not <laughs> win it, but we're, you know, the Knicks are going to get Mitchell. You give up your five first-round picks, Obi Toppin, who I like, and, you know, a few of, yeah. like, your other, like, young pieces, right? And then what are you going to do? Let me do what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Like what? Like maybe the first round you push it to seven games, you might win. Then you know you get knocked out the second round. I mean, like what are you really gonna do? That team is not built to win right now. Now, unless Jalen Brunson is the, is a completely different player than what I think he is, I don't think that Jalen Brunson is that good. But unless okay. he comes out, he's balling. I'm talking about he's going crazy. To me, a bad court of Brunson and Donovan Mitchell would not work. They're both six one. Yes. They are short. They Donovan are... is 6'3". Stop trying to play my mans. Donovan Mitchell is not 6'3". He's 6'3". Come Look on. Look it up. Look it up. He might be 6'3". No. With some high Why heels on. Why are you play my mans? He is not 6'1". He's okay. not. Okay. Let's see. Donovan. Bro, it don't take that long. Google suggests oh. <laughs> He's really 6'1". <six> <laughs> No wait, they lied to me. Oh no, no! Oh. Yeah, yeah. Look, all jokes aside, though, Donovan Mitchell 
is basically my height. I would get demolished in the NBA trying to play defense, right? You put him next to another 6'1 point guard in Jalen Brunson, you possibly have the smallest backcourt in the NBA. The NBA is pretty big now, where even 6'5 and 6'3 is considered undersized, right? Like, let's be real. Can you imagine, let's say Donovan Mitchell having a switch on to like a Zach Levine, somebody that's like 6'6", or I think 6'5". But that's still, that's for that's a big difference. And he's not that good on defense. So would, because who's your coach? I'm drawing a blank here. Next coach. Tom Thibodeau. Yes, Tom Thibodeau. He's all about defense and running your players into the ground. Yes. Would Mitchell even fit that? I don't know. Because because you can kind of liken Mitchell to a Kemba Walker in terms of, you know, um, the offensive side of it. That's what they do. And you saw that that the coach didn't really like Walker too much because of the defensive side. So it's going to be tricky if he does go there i don't think that that'd be a good backcourt i think the most sense i'm not gonna lie it gotta be miami it's gotta be y'all it's it's miami because because you see what miami was missing uh during that playoff uh last year and that to me is another star player now i don't know what it would take like what miami would have to give up per se to get a mitchell would it just be tyler hero and a bunch of picks to me you, you do that you do that it, like if that's what it, but then it gets tricky. Like, what if they want Bam? And, I, and then, like, I don't know. Like, because to me, Bam is more important than bringing in Mitchell for yeah. this Miami Heat team. So I agree. But I think the Miami Heat, that is the place where he can go right now. And depending on what they have to give up, that's a win now team. And that makes the most sense to me versus the Knicks. It doesn't really the Knicks makes no sense. So yeah, yeah if I was Mitchell. Yeah, he might want to go to the Knicks because that's his home. You know, he's from the New York area. His dad works for, like, the Mets or the Yankees. One of those teams his, his dad works for. So, yes, he'd be close to the family. I understand that. But, bro, we're paying you millions to win, not to just be close to your family and be comfortable. Take your ass to Miami and compete for a championship. That's what I would be thinking. But who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah. Maybe he could be remembered as a Knicks legend, a Knicks yeah. great. So, real quick, real quick. The Knicks, I mean, they're not the Knicks. The Heat are your team. What would you want to give up for Donovan Mitchell? I mean, I would give up Tyler Hero, obviously. And I, I've seen some trade reports of just Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, uh, a couple of first-round draft picks, maybe a player swap here. I mean, uh, uh, first-round swaps here and there. I would do that. I would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Now, if you have to give up someone else, it depends on who it would be, but that's what I'm seeing. Max Truce. That would be enough. <laughs> Max Truce? Yeah, I'll give him Max Truce, too. <laughs> like, nobody... Would you keep it a buck? Would you throw, let's say, not the Duncan Rossi, let's say Tyler Hero and Kyle Lowry. And like Kyle Lowry? Yeah, and three and four first round picks. Or three. You doing that? For Donovan Mitchell. Tyler Hero, mm. Kyle Lowry, and three unprotected first round picks that start from like 2026. So you don't have mm. no first round picks till 2030, basically. I would do it. Yeah. Yeah. I All right. No, smart yeah. man, smart man. I was just seeing kind of like where the hell was that. And and yeah, and in my opinion, yeah, like again, as I said, for the Miami Heat, that'd be a good move because you guys are ready to win now. So yeah, you know, I, I think Tyler Hero is a good player, but nah, just go to Utah, bro. You know, like Utah is pretty nice. You know, I'm pretty sure that they got like nice scenery down there, right? Isn't it next to like Wyoming or something? You know, it's pretty nice. There's, you know, Kanye West be around nice. there. There's nothing nice to, about Utah, to be honest, bro. Yeah, come on, you tell me that they don't got nice mountains. Like nice scenery, nice, <laughs> nice nature. Mountains? Are you serious? Mountains, hey, yo, bro. bro. People like looking at scenery. What am I driving to see mountains for? Nah, th- that would be a pretty big switch, though. You like because 
from Miami nightlife <laughs> to the quiet life of Utah. But Yo. I, I'm pretty sure it's like, look, me and you could gonna go to Utah one day. Heck no. <laughs> Actually, you know, I don't mind sightseeing. It's gonna be our job anyway. So whatever. Yeah, come on, bro. It's not that bad. But look, man, we gotta get out of here, bro. Let's kind of you know switch on to a more serious topic. Um, you know, yesterday, as you guys have known, definitely by now, you guys definitely know that, you know, oh, yeah. Bill Russell has passed away. To me, you know, Bill Russell is one of the greatest players of all time. And in my opinion, he should be considered in the GOAT conversation. The guy won nine straight rings. If he's not in the GOAT conversation, then I'm kind of confused on why we talk about Michael Jordan's six rings. But, yeah. you know, um, never got, obviously, you know, we never got to see him play because he played so long ago. But, you know, you always hear about the impact that he had. You know, I think he was like the first. I think Bill Russell was the first black coach like of a of a of a professional sports team in north america you know he yeah. always spoke out that well they'd always say that, that he spoke out against um you know like civil injustices and stuff for black people and he was always kind of trying to make a change and you know his impact i guess you know it, it will be felt um you know it's a big loss for the nba community let me just uh start with the 10 second silence for bill russell you know uh no jokes aside Thank you. Yes, but Russell was, was, you know, if you look at his accomplishments, 11-time NBA champion, eight consecutive titles from 1959 to 66, two titles as a player and coach, five-time NBA MVP, two-time NCAA champion. And the biggest thing for me, like you just mentioned before, was the impact off the court. I mean, seriously, as a black man fighting for other black men and black women out there is a risk in itself with a big company in the NBA, a big platform to utilize that. And he did just that. So I have to give a lot of respect to him and his family for just putting their lives out there and, and trying to help out this future generation of young black students coming up. And hopefully people can understand exactly how much you can make an impact if, you know, you are a, a guy or a girl trying to make it in the world, you know, because Bill Russell did that. And I'm sure many people doubted him. I'm sure many people hated him. But ultimately, though, he played for Boston, too. We got to think about it. He played for Boston Celtics. You already know how I feel about the Boston Celtics. But that is historically been uh, a, uh, a city that has been uh, very racial driven, you know, in the past. And so many reports about them not having the best relationship with Bill Russell. But because of his play on the court and because of what he was doing, I guess they, they look past it. I'm not too sure about that. But ultimately, though, I knew that it was a tough environment to do so. And he arised and he succeeded in that toughest environment yeah. possible in the NBA. So for me, big respect to Bill Russell, and I hope that he rests in peace. Yes, yes. Um, and just really quickly too, you know, I, you know how Boston, well, the Celtics fan base kind of has, or just actually, I'll say the Celtics organization kind of has that stigma of being like a place of racism and yeah, kind of not like the organization itself, but just like yeah, the fans. fans kind of, yeah. So when you talk about a team, you group its fans into it, and it has that. But, you know, with Bill Russell, and I was one of those people that believed that they were kind of, you know, I'm like, oh, that's a racist team, you know, because mm -hmm. of the fans and stuff. But, mm -hmm. you know, with Bill Russell dying, um, I did see, you know, that the Celtics are actually a progressive team when it comes to black athletes in terms of, I believe that they were the first NBA team to field a starting five of all black players. You know, mm -hmm. they hired him as a black coach, which made him the first black coach in NBA history, which made him the first coach in North America sports. Like, it's mm -hmm. crazy. And it was something else that they did for black people as well that was pretty progressive as well. So, you know, I think, you know, the Celtics, I think, you know, I, I guess it's funny for jokes, but, you know, I, I kind of think that the organization does need to kind of get a little bit more respect, um, you know, in like the black community instead of making like all these jokes about them. 
But yeah. you know, the fans do kind of ruin what they could be known for, um, like yeah. in a sense. But they've not like, but they've done some some you know some good stuff, and they've been pretty uh progressive. So I you know I know me personally, I'm gonna stop kind of you know saying that they're a racist franchise or whatnot. Now, if their fans are doing like something crazy, I'll try to separate it from the organization itself, who have been yeah, uh, yeah progressive yeah yeah. But look, man, fantastic show today, my guy. 17 minutes of overtime, basically. And look, we'll catch you guys on Wednesday. Hopefully, you know, you guys have a great day. Monday, you know, have fun at work or wherever you guys are at. And, you know, don't forget to follow us on our socials. If you guys are watching on YouTube, you see it on the screen. But my Instagram and Twitter, Will X Greggs. And then Edwin stuff. I'm going to let him say it because, you know, he got a bunch of different names. You know, a bunch of Oh, my gosh. You know, I actually thought about changing my, my name. So, well, hopefully I can do that in the process. But, yeah, Edwin okay. at Eddie.A.D on IG. And the real Eddie 03 on Twitter. Tweets yes, coming sir. in. Posts yes. coming in. Everything coming in. And we'll catch you guys Wednesday.